Welcome in, everybody, to Betting Pros. It's time to place your bets. It is me, Joey P. Joe Pizapia, and I don't know if you know this or not, but there's going to be a game in just about a week and a half's time from now. The Super Bowl, that's right. It is right here waiting for us, the Chiefs and the Eagles. It's going to be a fun game, and of course, it's always more fun when we have some money on the line, and we're going to talk wagering today, as always, with our good pal, Matthew Friedman, but also a good friend of mine in the industry and also fantastic voice in it as well you know him from sports grid you know him from wager talk joe ranieri is joining us you can follow him on twitter at joe ranieri because he's cool enough to have his own full name regularly as his twitter handle i am not i had to add a number into mine joe and it's great to see you back again many a show during pandemic after pandemic together over the years talking baseball talking football uh but we've got a great game it's been a, a fun ride to get here two number ones did that surprise you that we ended up getting here to that spot and no, I, I mean, I think a lot of people, well, I mean, there were a lot of people thought Philadelphia would be the team, you know, certainly out of the NFC East, um, you know, Kansas City, you always got a pencil in there somewhere at the top. Uh, but the schedule, and we'll talk more about it for those Eagles, uh, no team benefited uh, more this year from uh, from not having the strongest schedule than the Eagles. So doesn't surprise me they landed the number one spot after all. I like how you did that whole Eagles landing metaphor. You just slid that right in there. You're so good. You're so good. Now, look, guys, I don't want to I don't want to stop the show before it starts, but uh, I do have this here. If you're watching on the YouTube channel, this is the this is the script. I have it here. Uh, Arian Foster sent this to me earlier for the Super Bowl. So I already know what's going to happen here in the game. Friedman, uh, it's about 37 pages long. It's got some good stuff. It's going to be fun. Some really cool moments in here that they've crafted, but you can see it right here. Super Bowl, Eagles, uh, and Kansas City Chiefs. Um, so, Friedman, we're going to have to start writing this script here and writing this story regardless. <laughs> Even though I know how the game's going to end, I want to hear what you guys have to say. So, let's talk about it. It's a one-and-a-half point spread. The Eagles are favored right now. Uh, the over-under is at 50. The money line for the Kansas City Chiefs at plus 105. That's over at bettingpros.com. The narrative is, of course, you know, we've got Andy Reid, Going against his old team, so there's fun stuff there. You got the Kelsey brothers. That's all fun and games. But what Joe was kind of alluding to is really interesting, which is the NFC-AFC comparison. We've been building up the AFC. It's Mahomes. It's Josh Allen. It's Joe Burrow. It's the AFC is the gauntlet you have to run through. And the NFC is a place where, you know, the eight and nine bucks are hosting a home playoff game. And, you know, Brock Purdy is the quarterback <laughs> of the 49ers. So, is it dangerous that we get this false sense of security? Like, wow, the Eagles were great, but they were great against the NFC. Is that a dangerous way to be looking at this game? Maybe. I mean, they were great against inferior opponents, but they smashed them. And that is what, you know, good to great teams do against inferior opponents. So you can't belittle the Eagles all that much for their strength of schedule. They, they took care of business in a very convincing fashion. But that said... I, I think this this is wrong. This line is wrong of one and a half. I, I think the wrong team the wrong team is favored here. Uh, think about how we viewed these teams before the playoffs started. Most people would have had the Chiefs, if not power rated as the number one team, a top two team easily above the Eagles. And I think what we've seen in the playoffs probably shouldn't change the perspectives that we had 
entering the playoffs because you know the Chiefs Patrick Mahomes injured in their first game uh and so it's you know that doesn't really it's not representative of who they are and then this past game Patrick Mahomes still dealing with injury Travis Kelsey dealing with a back injury all of the wide receivers being injured in the middle of the game like that's not really representative of the Chiefs either and then on the flip side look at the Eagles yeah they really handily took it to a Giants team that kind of overperforming for the super majority of the season. It's a very uh, kind of way of putting it. I like what you did there. Yeah. You, you really know. measured your words there on the shot. <laughs> and, and, nice and then a 49ers team that <laughs> at one point was rolling out a fourth string quarterback and then a third string quarterback who was coming in on an emergency basis, who was unable to throw like, mm-hmm. I, yeah, you beat them, you beat them well, but you should beat them by like 30 points. So my <laughs> perception of these two teams hasn't really changed. I think the chiefs should be favored in this spot. All right, so you coming hot right out of the gate here. Uh, he's just saying the, the wrong team's favored. Joe, do you kind of agree? And if so, does that push you immediately to be putting money on the Chiefs' money line as opposed to even worrying about these numbers? No, I could not disagree more. You should go out and put as much money as you have on Philadelphia. Just keep betting Philadelphia. <laughs> the right team is favorite. Um, yeah, so... See, for those watching on the YouTube and not listening – it's sarcasm. You can yes. see there's a lot of air yes. quoting and, uh, yes. and silent gesturing going on yes. here. It's all clean, but it's all still, clean. it's a little silent. So, I, so Joe, talk to though. me, baby. I'm what with him. I'm with him. I, I, I thought it would come out of Pickham uh, originally, and I thought there was going to be some adjustment based upon, obviously, the high ankle sprain. Um, people got thrown for a loop in the Cincinnati game when they learned all of a sudden, what do you mean, Travis Kelsey is questionable is a game time decision what what are you talking about back issues what back issues so listen every team has got issues that every team is hurt every team is banged up by this time of year uh the two left standing and philadelphia should be for the most part healthier given the fact and i i hate to keep going back to it joe but the reality is we're talking about the 31st toughest schedule uh, in the NFL going up against, uh, you know, the Kansas City Chiefs who have had to go through. Just look at the last month of the season on what they've had to go through, who they've had to go through in order to be able to uh, get to this spot. The list of quarterbacks that Philadelphia has had to go up against versus Patrick Mahomes. I mean, it's night and day. I mean, Brock Purdy, Josh Johnson, some dude from Section 305 had to come in because they ran out of quarterbacks. I mean, they Danny Dimes twice. I mean, you go down the list. This is an absolute step up in class uh, just from the quarterback position alone. Not Now you mix in, of course, Andy Reid, the experience uh, team has been there, done that. Um, this is, to me, all things being equal, even if you think these teams are on equal footing, that the Eagles are every bit as good um, than the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay, so experience doesn't come into the handicapping. The Patrick Mahomes is your quarterback. And by the way, none of those quarterbacks that Philadelphia faced this this. 85 bears apparently everyone has this eagles team compared to here when they talk (laughs) defense for the eagles it's like oh you know this team eric settle down they didn't they haven't they didn't go up against one mobile quarterback uh worth his weight 
this is a totally different animal that they're facing here. So on many, many levels, I agree, Matt. I, to me, it was absolutely going to be Kansas City regardless of the number. But the fact that twos are still out there, two and a halfs are still out there, it's only one way to look for me. And uh, I'm going with the better quarterback, the more experienced head coach. Oh, yeah, and guys that have been there, done that in that winning organization known as the Kansas City Chiefs. And I'd like but, to follow up to yeah, his sure. point about the the defense there of the Eagles. And yes, it is a good defense, especially yeah. on the defensive line. They can get they can get after the quarterback, right? So in in a good secondary, you know, fully healthy now that Avante Maddox is is back in the slot. So it is a mm -hmm. good defense. There's no trying to undermine that. However, <laughs> like that said, uh, they did not. <laughs> a butt. They did not perform really all that well against the toughest teams that they played. The, the offensive the best offenses that they played against they weren't all that great you know going against the uh the lions in week one mm -hmm. they allowed 35 points per game and that was before the lions really kind of took it to the next level right in the mm -hmm. second half of the season uh you know jacksonville playing against jacksonville mm -hmm. the jags put up 21 points was in which isn't that much but that's before the jags really started to come on in the second half of the season going against the cowboys in week 16 they allowed what was it like 40 points uh, yep. going against the Packers uh, in week 12 before Aaron Rodgers got injured. They allowed 20 points in the first half. Like the, they are good, but when they went up against the best offenses they faced, they weren't looking like an elite unit. They were looking like a good defense. And Patrick Mahomes, when he played good defenses this year, he crushed them. So it, I feel like the defense – it is it is the sticking point, and I think that is one of the big reasons why people do prefer the Eagles or like the people who have bet on the Eagles, the reason why they are betting on them. But I don't think the defense is as strong as the overall numbers would indicate. I agree. Well, it's very interesting because, you know, we've we've got time before the game here. This is the early Super Bowl preview, by the way, just putting this out there for everybody. So there'll be more Super Bowl preview. I mean, I'm going on Sports Grid tomorrow to talk about the Super Bowl. Joe, I'm sure you're going to talk about this mm -hmm. for the next, you know, 10 days ad nauseum and we all get sick of it. <laughs> uh, I, I guess the, the question at this point is this. As all of these very bright people talk about this game, if many of them have the same take you guys do, does that mean we're going to see line movement here? Is this going to move significantly, Joe, either all the way to Kansas City because it is so close already? So is the value on Kansas City now in the market if you want to bet them as opposed to waiting for this game and betting it a week from now? Absolutely it is. Uh, and here's why. I think the minute that we start to get, and we did see this even with the Cincinnati line, right? The questions about the high ankle sprain. Everyone was waiting until Wednesday or Thursday. Can somebody please see what he's doing at practice, Mahomes? Is he mobile? Is he not mobile? And then mm. once the information started to come out that Mahomes was going to be he was fine, guys. There was nothing going to be wrong. Then you started to, uh, to see the market turn right so all of a sudden from kansas uh cincinnati being the big favorite we started to see all of a sudden that money swing the other way uh to kc and i think the same thing is going to happen here the minute uh we start to uh to get any sort of reports regarding any limited ability uh by mahomes or non-limited ability uh kelsey here what, what about all those receivers that were hurt mm -hmm. i think once that news starts to trickle in as we get a little bit closer to next week 
I think this line might, you know, go from two to one and a half for Philadelphia to one. I only see this thing moving towards KC. I don't ever think it's going to get to three. I don't think the books are crazy enough uh, Hmm. to leave a field goal uh, out there. I do think that this line is going to only move towards Kansas City as information comes in about the health and availability of those guys like Kelsey and Mahomes and the receivers. Um, And if it's not, you know, if the information coming out as we get closer isn't great, well, then you could see this thing hit up to uh, to two and a half for Philadelphia, maybe three, but uh, one way or another, it will not last on the market if it does happen to get to a field goal. But I think that have to be a pretty damning report hitting the marketplace about uh, Mahomes in Kansas City. Well, you know, you, you mentioned something earlier, Joe, that kind of stuck with me. And I, I lived in Philadelphia for a while, I went to school there, mm-hmm. college there, and then I lived a couple of years later. It's It's a unique place, I always say. It's... I saw a lot more David Akers jerseys there than I did Donovan McNabb jerseys. It's a weird, it's a weird place. Uh, That being said, when you're talking about Andy Reid, I remember Andy Reid being, you know, the guy who was hung with the moniker of great coach can't win the big one until he did. And he did win the big one. So you were talking about the experience of Andy Reid, but if you look back at the track record of Andy Reid, yes, he's had a lot of success, but some, except for one time, Mm. he's always been the bridesmaid. Is there something dangerous potentially about this Eagles team that is kind of looking at, hey, we're fresh in this situation. I know some of the data will point to, you know, teams that have been to Super Bowls kind of get it. So they have, they have, you know, you don't get intimidated by the two weeks of media and all the, mm-hmm. all the superfluous things that happen because there's a lot of stuff. People forget, you know, this, these two weeks leading up to the game, there's just so much other nonsense that's not Ooh. football related. Sometimes that sucks up some other teams. Do you think that, that is an advantage or a disadvantage for this Eagles team going in? I think it's a disadvantage. I mean, I, I think it's a business as usual trip for uh, Kansas City, and they've mm-hmm. earned that, right? Haven't they? And when I'm talking about experience, I mean that coach quarterback bond that they have. They've been through the trenches, they've been through the war there. Uh, be enemy off. I mean, stability is the number one thing we all look for in sports, right? Especially mm-hmm. football. Do I have the OC? Do I have the head coach? Do I have the same quarterback? And when you do, and once you've made it past that first one and you got that, well, then the rest is just, you know, Kansas City expected to be here this year. Make no mistake about it. Philadelphia. Yeah, we expect to be a Super Bowl. Yeah, but I mean, it, it's until you have done it, until you've crossed that threshold, you know, and now you get there and it's the lights and it's all week long. You're doing interviews and Radio Row is an absolute disaster. You know, they're all over the place. So many distractions other than the game. That to me is where experience is going to come into play. Been there, done that. We know what we've got to do. We know what we got to do in order to be able to win this thing. Uh, They're going to go out like a business trip here. There may be some wide eyes on the Eagles. Well, could you say that same thing back in 2000, uh, what was a couple years ago with uh, the Eagles uh, and the Patriots, you know, too, about, well, the team with Doug Peterson, they've never been there before. The Patriots, they're always there. Business as usual. So it can go the other way, just throwing it the can. wrinkles in. I'm having fun here. I've got to find something. You're right. I'm with on you. The other it, side. Anything is possible, but I there's a lot more questions with this Eagles team when they are backed into a corner. 
I mean, you right. tell me, when have they been pushed to the brink here and have actually come through on anything? Well, not not when Jalen Hurts is playing quarterback. That's for sure. I mean, they, they they certainly we took Hurts out of the equation. It looked like a totally different team. They got their doors blown off there by Good Dallas point. on Christmas weekend. So it's it's about Jalen Hurts. Even though they're favored, do you think that, you know, forget Vegas for a second here, Friedman. Do you think that the Eagles have a narrative that they are the underdog here in this game because they haven't been there? Do you think that that is a driving force that they're using right now? Because I'm sure public perception of this game is, oh, it's Patrick Mahomes. It's the Kansas City Chiefs. They're, you know, the industry standard. So do you think the Eagles are using that as a little bulletin board material here in this game as they as they prepare for it these next few weeks? Oh, I'm I'm sure. I mean, and I imagine <laughs> that they like, yeah, they view themselves as the underdog and they want to view themselves as the underdog. I think they would be shocked if they learned that they were favored in this game. It, and it might be like a no, like we should not be. It's like it would be like this dual like mind meld of like, well, one, yes, we should be favored. We're the better team. Respect but then also like, like, no, we should not be favored. Right. Like, yeah. You know, because like we're we the, need the motivation. The yeah. Right. So, <laughs> you know, who knows? Who knows how it is that, that they're thinking of this? But you know, to to Joe's point about um, you know Andy Reid and the experience that he has and Patrick Mahomes there, like this is a legacy defining opportunity that they have. Like Patrick Mahomes, if he wins the Super Bowl, and let's just assume he's going to be MVP of the NFL this year, I, I think that's very close to being a certainty. Mm -hmm. He could retire the moment <laughs> after the Super Bowl and be a first ballot Hall of Famer, like some Sandy Koufax type of stuff to where it's like you had this much of a career, but it was all awesome. And Andy Reid, if he wins his second Super Bowl against the team that ditched him a decade ago, like he's first ballot coach at that point, you know? So I think he's, you know, Andy Reid should be a Hall of Fame coach anyway. I always felt like that, but you're right. Winning two puts you in that other conversation of all time greats. And yeah. when you look at the, the body of work, the winning percentage, the playoff victories, Super Bowl appearances now with another yeah. one under his belt. That's pretty impressive. I mean, I know he lost a lot of championship games in Philadelphia, but he did get to them. That's still an accomplishment, especially back in those days when the NFC yeah. was a bit better, a lot more yeah. talent running through there. You know, <laughs> that was the greatest show on turf era and some other pretty good offensive running around the NFC. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about the over under for a second. The number is at 50 right now. Now mm -hmm. I understand, um, you know, different spots. It's, it's fluctuating, but um, in your opinion, guys, 50 and a half, Friedman, we'll start with you on this one. Are you over or under on this number? And do you think it's going to move? Because mostly everywhere I see right now, as of today, it's looking at 50 and a half. I think it's going to hover around like the 49 and a half to 50. Maybe it gets to 51. I really doubt it gets as high as, as 52, but uh, I have it projected at 51.6. So I lean a little more towards the over, but I feel more strongly about the chiefs side on this than I do about the over and the, you know, the same, the same perspective that puts me on the chiefs is what is putting me on the over here. I think the chiefs score a lot of points. And I think that is what pushes this game to the over. If it's an under situation, normally unders and underdogs correlate, but I think if it's an under situation, it's because the, uh, that defense for the Eagles is absolutely legit and shuts down the Chiefs or at least slows them down enough to where it's a tightly contested, low-scoring game and we don't get anywhere close to the total. Hertz has averaged 50.7 rushing yards per game this season. The most uh, ever in a Super Bowl was 64 yards by Steve McNair, a pretty darn good quarterback in his own right. Um can Jalen Hurts run around enough, create enough here, Joe, in your opinion, to go over here and the 50 and a half? 
I my initial thought was, and, and the market move, the initial after it opened, uh, was down, was under. Uh, mm -hmm. It has obviously, you know, climbed a little bit back up to right around that fifty mark. Uh, and I think the biggest move with this from a total is going to come late. Um, I think a lot of people are just going to sit back. They're going to wait until uh, before kickoff there to try and uh, get as much information as possible. And then, like we saw, we saw it with the uh, uh, the Kansas City and Cincinnati game too. There was a ton of money that came in uh, late in that one to the under. Uh, and a lot of people thought that was going to be a shootout. I didn't. I thought it was going to be a very, you know, points were going to be tough. It was going to be a grind. I think everyone expects this one to be a shootout. Um, I think it might tick up a little bit more, Joe. But to me, A, you talk about Jalen Hurts. How healthy is he? Does any, does anybody really have I? Do you really want to swing him around on uh, some sort of quarterback keeper and have him get crushed? And well, we're going to test. Pretty healthy in the Giants game. I, I know they they babied him in the second half because they obviously right. didn't have to do anything because that game right. was well out of pocket. And you know, last week I don't think he got the full indication of full Jalen Hurts because he didn't have to get pushed either. So it's a fair question. Mm -hmm. But then we'll put the Super Bowl at four weeks removed from or five mm -hmm. from the initial injury, right? Right. That's a pretty good distance there. I mean, I guess at the end of the day, we're dealing with two quarterbacks that have injury questions, quote yes. unquote, that we're trying to figure out there. And, you know, whoever well, the is. the shoulder is different, though, isn't sure, it? Sure, absolutely. A throwing shoulder well, is. But the back foot of a quarterback is everything. But the, the, the thing with Mahomes is he is such a freak of nature. The <laughs> way he throws ridiculous. the football is not like anybody yeah. else. He has such arm strength and such odd arm angles. You know, he can flip a ball backwards for God's sake. He does things like no human being should do with a football. It's crazy. It's insane. So, yeah, I mean, with if this was Kirk Cousins, I'd say, yeah, the back foot really matters. With Mahomes, right. I don't know at this point. The weakness <laughs> in the ankle is what concerns me. And you saw him tweak it there at the end of the game. And that was what worried me the entire time about that game. If that happens again early in this game that will change the calculus i think completely of what goes on here whether it be the over under whether it be the chiefs to win this game regardless um i know look i know we got a lot of super bowl stuff to get to but one of the things you mentioned already is the mvp right you know it's, mm. it's oregon conclusion it's always a quarterback nine of the last 13 players 69 percent of them named super bowl mvp have been quarterbacks 31 mm -hmm. of 56 in case you're keeping score at home um and Look, Mahomes is at plus 120 in some spots. You're getting um, Jalen Hurts at plus 100. Travis Kelsey, plus 1,000. Friedman, do we live in a world here where if Kelsey is the guy that has the Ooh. two touchdowns, does it go to Kelsey at all? Or you think it's it would have to be a Travis Kelsey three-touchdown 120-yard game for him to even get in that conversation because, again, those those stats are all attached to Mahomes at the same time. Would have to be all of him going in the offense because I think that one thing of the defense of the Eagles you could talk about, good mm. up front, good in the secondary, the linebacking core, that's the one thing they had to address in the offseason. They sort of did, kind of, but it's that one weakness of them, and that's where Kelsey shines. Yeah, I think the bet is Mahomes at, you know, I would line shop, you know, plus 130 is available, I believe, at DraftKings. You can look at other places and, and shop around. And I think if you like the Chiefs, that is probably the bet that you make uh, instead of taking them on the money line or taking the spread, because I think it's pretty unlikely that they win this game and Mahomes is not the MVP. 
You know, mm-hmm. uh, even if Kelsey has a great game, as you said, mm-hmm. those stats are still attached to Mahomes. It would need to be sort of like a Julian Edelman type of situation right. where he has like the majority of the yards that uh, that Mahomes end up throwing. Number, yeah. A big yard yeah. after catch or he breaks mm-hmm. just a huge one after like a five yard pass and he goes 70. That yeah. kind of thing. Joe, exactly. do you see the market the same way where, again, it's just foregone conclusion with the quarterbacks and any other bet is silly? Or do you think Kelsey is kind of a fun one to at least throw out there with maybe eh, maybe throw a little tiny number on there just for fun? So, I mean, it's the obvious choice, right? So keep it simple. Uh, if Kansas City, if you're betting Kansas City, you better be betting Mahomes. It's got to be correlated here, guys. Although the one caveat I would reach out to is say, if Kansas City does win it and the defense is a big part of it, then I don't know what the number is, but, you know, having Chris Jones in that middle with two yeah, or three really. sacks, I mean, you mm-hmm. could have the defense take over this game with the number three offense, right? This Philadelphia offense is supposed to light everybody up. Well, what if they don't light them up? And what if it's a long day for uh, for Hurts? It yeah. might be worth the price, uh, you know, a little sprinkle there on uh, maybe somebody on the defense getting it done. The you know, Eagles and the Chiefs ranked one in two, by the way, in the regular season in sacks, Philly having 70, yeah. uh, Kansas City 55. So in terms of the possibility of that, maybe it's not as crazy as it sounds. Go ahead, Freeman. Yeah, here's one idea that is correlated with what Joe just mentioned there. Uh, if you think it turns into a defensive matchup, this would be very wild I mean, Harrison Bucker, 250 to one, you know, like what if we're in a situation where it is a tight game, it's a low scoring game, Bucker has like three or four field goals and one of them is a game winner, you know, like, mm-hmm. I, you know, maybe a situation, is it likely? No, but that's why it's 250 to one. If the, yeah. if the number flips here and the chiefs become the favorites in the next few days, does the money go minus on Mahomes Friedman for MVP? And you miss that window? Ooh. Ooh, I don't. I don't think so. I, but I, you know, okay. look at Jalen Hurts right now. He's plus one twenty. Uh, right. I think it would be similar type of odds on on Mahomes. It would be you know maybe one ten, one fifteen, one twenty. Same neighborhood. Right, now we've got so many props, so many other things to Oof. talk about. So if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the Betting Pros YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash Betting Pros. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your pods too betting pros and we're going to have more coverage on that in the days ahead Uh, but for now we're going to put the early look preview to bed again follow my good friend joe ranieri over on twitter at joe ranieri go check out his work at wager talk it's fantastic my homie at sports grid i love you joe i'm glad you got your internet back very happy for you although i know you have to get to work now so maybe not as happy as i should be that'll do it for us but the story of the game goes on for joe and matt i'm joey p we'll see you next time kids